and welcome to episode 409 of Outlandish Podcast. I'm your host, Matt, and with me I have Justin. I'm completely thrown off because I think there's a song that uses 409. Isn't there a 60 song? Now I want to use it. 409, 409. Does that sound familiar? Wasn't that like a 50 or something like that? Yeah, it's the Beach Boys. Wow, I really should know that song better. Hmm. Anyway, hey, hey, how's it going? There's a song that has hay in it. <laughs> There's a few. There's a few. Yeah. So, uh, what's up? Not much, man. Want, what's up? You want to talk about Captain Marvel? You want to? You want to go ahead and do that right up front we since we've both since we've both seen it. Yeah. Sure. What did What did you think of Cap the the 2019 Marvel movie Captain Marvel? Starring you know, Brie Larson and Samuel I, L. Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn. I kind of wish I knew the comic better. Yeah, I. Uh, that's a good place to start. I don't know shit about Captain Marvel. I didn't know shit about Gardens of the Galaxy either, for that matter. But much like that movie, going into this, I, I, I guess I could have looked the character up. But I, I. So I'm an old school Marvel fan. You are too. Um. I never really jived with the space world of Marvel. The Silver Surfers, the Quasars, um, the we Guardians the whole, of the Galaxy. <laughs> what, was, what was it? Uh, you know, X-Men? And the yeah, X- or yeah, they would go into space a little bit. They also fought the Brood. Brood. Um, and yeah, the, the was it the Chitatari? I was trying to think recently who the alien race is because that's like that Shintari or something like that. Shin, like, yeah, that seems that seems right. Um, which I don't know. I I haven't seen the trailer for the new movie. I don't know if we're going to get any of that. I remember in the comic book, those people showing up, or the sorry, not the comic book, the TV show, the cartoon. Those people showing up coincided with Dark Phoenix, and I know the right. next movie is Dark Phoenix. So it'd be yeah. cool. I would I would think with the popularity of Marvel uh, in space that they would decide to go to space for something. So we'll see. But anyway, yeah, I, I don't really I just never cared for any any of those people, any of that like space goings on. I guess I'm someone who likes to be grounded in an Earth adjacent reality. Yeah, I mean, well, <clears throat> my thing is like I was going to say, I, I don't want I don't want to say it, but I'm going to say it. And that's that I'm curious if the story has been turned to be more progressive. Yeah. Because I feel like Marvel was a man in the story. Hmm. And I think he crashed on Earth or something of that effect. And that's how Carol, did, I think like it was kind of almost, I want to say in my head, I, bl- I imagine it as like a Green Lantern origin. Yeah. Where she was doing a test flight and he crashed into her and it was kind of like that kind of origin, hmm. but I don't know, but it seemed like this captain Marvel movie was all about female and, uh, <laughs> I'm, I, well, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's more progressive. Like it was trying to be, uh, yeah, like there's, yeah, y- yes, there's absolutely no question that it is, uh, like it's clear. I think with black Panther and, and captain Marvel that they are trying to be more progressive. Um, I, I think that because it's something we're not used to, it feels, I don't know, I guess jarring for, for, um, for us. But 
I didn't I didn't feel like it was a heavy handed. I didn't feel like they were smacking me around the face with it. No. No, but I'm I'm just saying like yeah, it, it was it was her Carol Danvers and then her best friend and yeah. then uh Annie uh what's her uh what's Annette Benning. Annette Benning. Annette Benning. I wanna say Annie for some And to be clear, we're gonna I guess we're gonna be like openly spoilery about this, right? Because oh, we're I mean, well, talking I, I mean, movie details. Yeah. I just wanted to be clear in, front. <laughs> um but uh I don't I I mean, yeah, I mean, whatever. Well, you uh, like the the I, the impression I got from your Twitter was that you were kind of mad on it. Like yeah, it was it was, like, it was it fine, was, right? Yeah, it was like I don't know what I wanted out of it. Maybe because yeah, it's uh, an origin story. I'm kind of uh, yeah. I don't, origins origins are played out now. The funny thing is, though, I thought that like this was a great origin story because it didn't feel like any origin story I had seen before. I mean. There are certain tropes that you just can't get away from in movies like this, but I really enjoyed the plot and how everything went down. Yeah. Like it was, it's kind of an origin story, but they, they managed to skip past the part where she just figured out she has powers and what does she do with the powers and, oh, what, what can I do with the powers? Like they were able to like kind of fast forward past that to where she like understands that she has powers and is starting to like use them correctly. Um, and well, so my thing, go ahead. I guess my thing is that since we're, since it's like an origin story and it's set in the past, we already know the Kree are bad people. Like we already found that out from guardians of the galaxy. See. Okay. Uh, Jennifer said the same thing. Uh, I was blurry about the, like the specific Cree. What I remember for Guardians of the Galaxy is there's a guy named Ronan the Accuser and he's a bad guy. But I didn't remember tying like all of the Cree to that. Yeah, like, well, that's why they had to sign a peace treaty and because the Cree were bad hmm. and were running around killing people and Ronan didn't want to agree with the treaty and he just kept on killing people. Like they're, and also was like, but I was also like, aren't the scrolls bad too? Yes, yes, scrolls are definitely bad in the the traditionally bad villain in the in the in the Marvel universe. Although, because I was curious myself, I looked it up and and at least according to random users on Reddit, the scrolls there have been some sympathetic scrolls in the past. I don't know, decade yeah. or so in the comics, but. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about the whole race, especially not for the introduction. It seems like in the comics, they've just kind of it's like the comics have had bad scrolls for so long. They're like, well, let's make a sympathetic one, you know, because that's different. Whereas for for them to introduce them in the movie universe and just make them like, quote unquote, good. I don't know if you'd say they're good. They're just trying to survive in this movie. Right. Yeah. Like they're just like they've the, the main dude admits that they've he's done some dirty stuff. But I feel like you know, whatever he's done is more or less absolved because yeah, justified because they're trying to fucking not get wiped out. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like I, I spent mo it wasn't until like the movie was definitely had to beat me over the head with no, these guy, this guy really just cares about his family because I kept expecting him to still like turn on them, especially when scrolls. Right. When he originally gets their trust in the house and I'm like, wait, what? Really? We're doing this? You guys are just going to believe that? I was like, he's going to fucking trick you. That's what. (laughs) And then they go into space 
And I was genuinely surprised by what was on the ship. I thought that Annette Benning's character would uh, walk out and you'd find out that she survived. Um, instead, like all the fucking scrolls show up and they're like scared and they're like, uh. was I didn't even understand what Annette Benning was. Was she Cree? Apparently she was Cree. But now that you mention what? it, I don't know what she was doing on Earth. Oh, you know what? Actually, so she had the scrolls on her spaceship, so she must have literally just been like a sympathetic. Basically, she's like the bleeding heart liberal Cree, who's like, maybe we shouldn't be killing these the people. Net binning. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I bet that she was. I don't know why she was on Earth. I guess she was trying to hide from the. Uh, well, she's probably trying to hide from the other Cree because Jude Law shows up and smokes her ass. <laughs> I now want to try to tie in. Uh, American president with <laughs> Captain Marvel. It's the perfect time period, too. That's like I think the movie set in ninety five, and that movie came out like ninety seven. And then so be before like, she's a lobbyist, yeah, <laughs> or the lobbyist is her cover. She tried to get those votes, but that didn't go. She was trying to like make it so that the scrolls could live on Earth. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> the Republicans built a wall and stopped them from coming in. She was actually going to replace Michael Douglas's character. I don't know what his name is in that movie uh, with uh, with a scroll. President, he's Mister President. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> uh, I like the movie. I, don't, I it didn't like blow me away. I didn't. Um, I didn't like immediately think, "Wow, what an amazing movie." But then again, I don't often think that. And right. the last time I thought that about a Marvel movie was probably probably the avengers for some reason even though i've ended up loving like winter soldier and civil war um over time it's been a long time since i've just been like wow man so good and especially um avengers 4 infinity war i was just like ah, it's it's good they did what they they did it the best they could yeah yeah absolutely i agree matt and not only that, but a lot of what we love about these characters is like their interpersonal relationships and their conversations. It's why Civil War is like my favorite one because they have like you get to see these characters talk to each other and take viewpoints and sides and make arguments. And Infinity War is just like it's the it's it's time, guys. It's just let's a hundred percent from the start. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's take everybody and split them up. Yeah, let's split them all up so that we can have like a Game of Thrones style jumping around between four scenes. And and speaking of Game of Thrones, Peter Dinklage is here. (laughs) So, yeah, but like it told a story that kept me guessing the whole time. I didn't expect I didn't know how this movie was going to go, but I was still surprised and and pleased. Um, I got actually got excited um early on when the the quote-unquote bad guy is scrubbing her memory and he's like he's like it's like a video he's like going back and forth and that i I just thought that was really interesting and i was like oh where the fuck is this movie gonna go yeah uh i like i like i like that samuel jackson is a cat person (laughs) that was (laughs) fucking random (laughs) he was really into that cat which wasn't a cat but still uh i thought i really didn't play more up on the eye thing they did it once like the reference, it, what do you mean? Yeah, the eye thing. When he, when he oh, got the like car making jokes. Yeah, about it. like how's your eye? That's oh, okay. That's all right. I really <laughs> or he said, he said something. And he was like, he's like, I got my eye on this one or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. They don't want to offend like uh, the Johns of the world. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I thought I thought his CG was so. Like I told Jennifer, I was creeped out twice. I was creeped out. 
um, by young Samuel L. Jackson. And then I was creeped out how quickly I got comfortable with it and didn't even notice it. And just, I mean, they might as well have filmed this movie in 95. Yeah. Agent Coulson. Agent Coulson didn't, did he look okay to you? I thought he was, there was something lacking in that one. He looked too smooth. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. He, he just, I mean, it just seemed like he was not textured at all, I guess on his yeah. face. Like he was just yeah. too, like he had just like 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 they had over mascarated his face or something like right. he just had way too much uh, white. Well, the one thing I've noticed with Marvel movies is that you can tell they like they spend on CG in some places and kind of like cut corners in others. Um, case in point, Samuel L. Jackson looked amazing because of course he needed to for as much as he's in the movie. Agent Coulson didn't look as great. And some of them, the CG, like you could like, there were parts at the end of the movie where I was like, that is clearly a CG Captain Marvel. Like I'm not a CG animator. I know it's hard, but you guys can do better. I saw it earlier in the movie. (laughs) So, and, and Black Panther was like that. Oh, it was, it was like right at the end, actually literally like the last scene or so where she's like flying into space and she's smiling at the, 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 scrolls before she puts her helmet up i was it was just it's totally cg um and I asked john i was of, all like where's the wind blowing <laughs> like her hair right? was just like and i was all like where's the she's super saying that because <laughs> her hair was she's just floating in space and her hair is blowing and i'm like what was it blowing or just like yeah, floating just loose like, like as if a breeze was like blowing in her blowing her hair or something i was all like because it because it, it was it was not just floating it was it had movement to it like it was like it like a breeze was blowing right that's just the I power was, flowing through the tesseract john, flower like, john where's that breeze coming from for her hair <laughs> yeah and in space uh explosions make sound in star wars but you know things happen in the in the movies that are special yeah i just like the fact that so, uh, so at the end, she's like, I'm just going to blow up one ship. <laughs> I think that'd get my message across. Like, I guess she, yeah. And she I did mean, it. I, she didn't even do it to the main ship either. She did it to like some side ship that, you know, and I, I didn't like Ronan's character. I mean, like, it didn't seem like, what's his name? Jason, uh, shit. Pret, priest, priest, the guy that Jason plays Ronan. Priestley. Yeah. Lee, Lee Pace plays Ronan. Lee Pace. Lee Pace. Yeah. The guy from Tripping Daisies. Not um, Tripping Daisies. Pushing Daisies. Pushing Daisies. Thank you. Yeah. Tripping Daisies is a 90s alternative uh, band. But he was also in Alt Catch Fire. But uh Yes. Yeah, I mean it, it he didn't he didn't come off, I guess because of the way he looked, because he put the blood on his eyes or something or whatever in the last one in Guardians. Yeah. So it just threw me off. He just seemed like plain or something. I don't know. Yeah. Like like kind of lame. Yeah, or, and his voice wasn't the same. Well, kind of I'll say this. I always thought Ronan the Accuser was a goofy-looking dude <laughs> anyway. So I guess, yeah. like, my, my level of um, impressiveness at him was already already kind of off. Yeah, and I, but, I guess I didn't understand, like, Jude Law and her were, quote, Cree, but they didn't look anything like what we know as Cree. Hmm. Well, neither like, did Annette Benning. So maybe well, it's like Ronan. He's like a blue looking guy. And the person that was next to him was a blue looking guy. 
Yeah, but meanwhile, you've also got... It's like they have... It's basically like they just decide random things happen, you know, oh, when you're born and- as a Kree. Because, like, the black guy, who, by the way, did you notice is the guy with the gun at the beginning of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah. The guy that's... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, who? Yeah. He's got, oh, like, really? spikes on his head, right? Like, they're, like, very subtle spikes instead of hair, oh, really? I think. Well, see, I, like I noticed right. he didn't have... Like as much, I thought he had like mechanical parts on him. Well, he's definitely got white eyes because I figured, oh, something's going to happen in this movie that makes it like an explosion Mm -hmm. or something. And they're going to have to rebuild him or something later. Mm -hmm. That's what I thought. But mm-hmm. I didn't ever get to that part, I guess. I yeah. Maybe I just yeah, and then you that. got the guy with the beard was like fully alien looking. So I don't know. I, well, I mean, like the sniper question. girl and the guy that gets impersonated that she ends up killing. They're both blue people. And I think the Viking guy was a blue guy, right? So curious. I mean, like, it just seemed like Jude Law, uh, Bree, and... Uh, the other guy were the abnormal people out of the Cree. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember what everybody on that subway looked like or the train system. What the fuck? I don't understand that. The train system. Uh, you know, when they go, they go to fight, they go to spar or something like that. And they're riding back on the train. Oh yeah. And, uh, or subway or whatever it is that they're riding. Looks like a subway. And I think about it. A subway car, some public transportation they're taking. Trying to remember what everybody looked like on that. Um, and I didn't get the whole light speed engine thing because it seemed like they had pretty good travel technology to me. They fucking warp out of a hexagonal thing. Yeah. And then they warp in well, I, I guess thing. it's sort of, I guess. So the only thing I can imagine is it's sort of like the atom bomb, like certain countries have it and we're always trying to stop other countries from getting it. So I, maybe the Cree have light speed travel. And she was like literally yeah. having to like make it up on her own. I don't. I don't know why she wouldn't have access to what they have. Yeah, I. I didn't understand. I was like, what? 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 What is that? Or the other thing I was thinking is that the Cree and and us and everything that we've dealt with have all been within our galaxy. So like maybe they have good local travel, but outside of the galaxy they can't do that because they said that they wanted the Cree. The Cree wanted to like go to another galaxy. And they made they gave the impression that if they were to go to this other galaxy, they would be left alone. So I don't know. I I would agree that there are several things in this movie left unclear. <laughs> and like, how come the Cree just don't come and fuck us over? What do you mean, like just conquer us? Yeah. Well, like, honestly, the Why impression are they fucking with the scrolls and not us. The impression I got of the Cree via this movie and uh, previous things is like clearly other people like you and Jennifer are already thinking like, Oh, all Cree are bad. They're they're a, We know they're a bad people. Whereas I didn't recall that. And so I was, I kind of got the impression that like the Cree are trying to be like a regular ass group of, you know, uh, civilization, but mm-hmm. also they have like scrolls that, that someone maybe Ronan or, Jude Law has convinced the others are a bad and a threat and they're like going about wiping them out because of, I don't know, because they don't like their shape-shifting ability or something. So I don't, I don't, I still don't necessarily see like all Kree as inherently evil or Mm. inherently bad. So I don't think that they would just show up to conquer us. But yeah, I think I, I think 
or maybe maybe to... maybe it's the classic trope of uh these things aren't useful in any way so we're just going to leave them alone <laughs> i'm trying to think of if i was to try to watch it in order for me to understand it like would i try to watch hmm. would i try to watch uh captain america would be first right is that what you're trying to why would you need to watch i mean i know the tesseract but oh i, I don't you really... were just talking about watching them in order well, yeah, I'm talking. Well, I'm talking about like Ronan and his like, like to try to understand like oh, I see. him coming back to Earth. Like for the like, I don't remember. Okay, Ronan was trying to get the purple one. That's what Guardians was all about. The purple one, right? Yes. But the blue one was on Earth, and so but well, uh, the Tesseract is but the blue Thanos, one, right? Right, but Thanos had put wanted him to go get the purple one. Mm-hmm. It's all about the purple one in that. Yeah. So then he comes to, does he, he doesn't come to earth. He goes to whatever. Okay. That's what I'm thinking of. For Nova. some odd reason in my head, I had Ronan coming to earth and guardians, but he doesn't, he goes, he goes to, to Nova Zint, Zint, Zinthar or something. Like oh, that? I thought it was called, I thought it was called Nova. Well, I think that's the core Nova core. I think that's the people oh, yeah. or whatever, but I think Xanthar or something. Zant, I think it starts with X A N. Um, And that's okay. yeah. where it was kept. Which is why before yeah, Infinity War came out, I thought it was going to open with Thanos. Um, like it, I honestly thought it would open with yeah. Thanos having fucked shit up on that planet, and that it would like the scene before the titles would end with him smoking Glenn Close and putting the ring in and saying something yeah. pithy, and then it would be like Infinity War. So they kind of did that, just in a totally different place. Yeah, they had already done that somewhere. Like, we don't even get to see that. Fight. Yeah, exactly. Which, like, and when when the movie opens, you hear like, you know, like, and I was like, yeah, this is going to be like that planet saying, oh, we're under attack. We're getting our shit fucked up. And then they're going to zoom in. And, you know, it took me a bit to realize they were on uh, Thor's ship. Yeah. Because, yeah, you're right. They just like, eh, yeah, he took it from there. Whatever. Yeah. At least film a scene and and tack it to another Marvel movie beforehand, right? <laughs> yeah, it'll be like an it'll be like an end game. Be like, how do you get that? How do you get the blue the purple one? Anyways, well, yeah, well, and and Ant Man, uh, Ant Man and the Wasp heavily implies that there'll be some time travel to undo what Thanos has done. So maybe they'll go back Did to they? that time. Did you how they imply time travel? Did you watch the in after credit scene in Ant Man and the Wasp? Yeah, like they're going to go get some plasma or whatever, right? Or some they're. I mean, admittedly, it's like a drop, dropped little dropped line. But before uh, Ant Man goes in, the Wasp, I can't think of her their actual names in, the, in that movie. Um, says and be careful of fucks the... everything up. <laughs> <laughs> the who? Oh, Kate. Yeah. Um, they uh she drops a line like avoid the time vortexes or something if you if you hit one of those there's no getting you back huh and and then he's like all right i'm ready and then he goes in so like yeah they kind of just skip by it but who knows i think that's i think that's what they're going to end up doing that or some kind of shit who the fuck knows what's know. really interesting is i was like okay we have spider-man uh, uh far from home coming up in july yeah. and i was spoilers? like <laughs> well that's what's funny so uh 
I was like, what else is coming out? I haven't even heard. Like, obviously, they're going to make a Black Panther 2. They're not going to not make a fucking Black Panther 2. But they, you know, I hadn't heard. I was like, what's the slate? So I went and looked it up. Apparently, except for Spider-Man, we do have a, they're going to, like, take a year break. And then there's going to be a movie, like, in May. And then, like, November. And then the following February. But they're all untitled at this point. Presumably, to not spoil the fact that, you know, like, all these characters didn't actually die. Yeah. Uh, except, yeah, I guess because Spider-Man is a Sony property, they're like, fuck y'all. We're going to promote our movie that comes out two months after yours. Yeah. Which makes me think that know. they should have just not killed Spider-Man in Infinity War. Yeah. It's like just, well, even then, though, it'd be weird. Like, he's back on Earth. Right. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they could bullshit something like um, Doctor Strange going, uh we we need someone at home to know what happens. I mean, you, you could write in some bullshit and then he opens a fucking yeah. portal, which by the way, could Dr. Strange have just opened a portal from earth. I don't know. Let's not get into that. There's so many loopholes in fucking infinity war. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Just, just that whole fight. Yeah. Yeah. Just that whole fight is dumb. <laughs> yeah, for sure. There's a, um, there's a great web series. I think it's called how it should have ended. And it's yes. a cartoon series. There's there's a really good one for Infinity War. I mean, they didn't have to work very hard on that one, but yeah, it shows really funny. All right, so what's up? What else is going what on? What else? Um, let's see. Do 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 do. We got podcast notes here. Right. But yeah, I don't think. Uh, just to wrap it up, I don't. I would say I don't think you have to see Captain Marvel for Endgame. No, I mean if if you're okay not knowing anything about the character that. Um, Nick Fury calls in the post credit scene of Infinity War. Yeah, I mean you. It does not. It does not fill in any pieces that are. Mi- well, I mean it fills in pieces that are missing, but it does not. It does not divulge any plot that you need to know. Yeah. All right. Unless I mean, again, like if you're into Nick Fury, <laughs> if you want to know about his past, if you want to know about early Shield, like there, are, there's. If you're a Marvel fan, you're gonna find stuff to sink your teeth in for sure and also probably my new favorite stan lee cameo do you remember where he's on the bus yeah yeah. Yeah. reading the fucking mall because like mall rats was the movie like it's such a great call around it's like so poignant because he did he did die fairly recently for this call back to a movie from 95 or 96 that starred stan lee before marvel was anything in the movie theaters before fucking spider-man even came back like they got stan lee in there and people like me knew that that was stan lee um so to have him you know reciting those lines for that movie is just uh, mm, chef's kiss yeah he he looks cg though i guess it was uh i heard the same thing apparently it was acted but that they did use the de-aging of course because (laughs) oh okay okay um all right so anyways moving on watched a documentary uh, this was something I've, I've heard a few people talk about this documentary. It's one of those like there's like a billion documentaries on Netflix you could watch, but it's a true crime documentary. It's called Abducted in Plain Sight. Have you heard anything about this? I have not heard anything about this. Let me guess. Somebody gets abducted in plain sight. Kind of. It's uh, more of a slow burn than uh, than that, though. I don't I guess I won't go into too much details because like the details of a documentary is like all there is to watch I think it Ted for. Budney kinda, didn't he ab- abduct people in plain sight? Ted Bundy. Uh, yeah. 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 He would, he would pose as like, 
if you've ever seen um, Silence of the Lambs and you remember the scene where Buffalo Bill acts like he's a guy that needs help with his couch that also has like a bum leg for sympathy, he would pull that shit. That happened yeah. in, in, to real people, like on the sides of roads and stuff. Uh, yeah, no, but uh, this is uh, this is this is like if you read, oh man, how do I put this? It's kind of like a really long Dateline NBC episode. Okay. Um, I didn't. I didn't. Is it a get, movie or a it's, series? It's an hour and a half. No, it's not a series. Okay. It's it's a. I guess it's okay. a quote. It's movie length. Um. I did not when I watch a movie leak the documentary, I get just get this feel of polish um, and attention to detail that you don't get from watching like a documentary series or a Dateline NBC or whatever true crime show you're watching. And I did not get that feeling from this movie. It felt like it had a a it didn't have like a good pacing. It didn't have like an organization of information that called for retrospection, if that makes sense. It was kind of just like a bunch of interviews with people directly involved in this case from the seventies, where this guy, this new neighbor to this family, like slowly seduces the um, 12 year old uh, daughter of the family next door. Okay. And it turns out this guy is just like a master con artist, I guess. Like he's the, 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 the thing that's horrible is like, he's, he's a, he's a pedophile, of course, but he's like really, really fucking smart and charismatic. So he does all these crazy and why, like there's a lot of twists to the story of the way he manages to get, like get the parents to allow him to do all these things that it's definitely like an of the time thing. Cause like I said, it's in like the mid seventies and it's this like really religious family. They're Mormons. So there's like a layer of them, not willing to realize what this guy is. So, I mean, it's, it's not a feel good documentary. Um, I don't regret the time I watched, but it also kind of felt like I could have just like seen a link on Reddit, like TIL <laughs> and read like a, an article and spent like maybe 10 minutes on it. Um, so, I mean, if you're into true crime stuff, definitely check it out. Um, hearing a lot of buzz about it. Uh, let's see what else. I finished Celeste, the video game. I saw your tweet about that. I'm sure I must have talked about it when I was originally playing it. I was kind of, I was playing it and then Jennifer bought uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate and I dropped just pretty much everything and just played the shit out of Smash for, I don't know, like five weeks or something. So, um, and I was like pretty close to the end on Celeste. So it took a little getting back in the hang of it, but uh, I finished that game that game is hard but it's not it's not hard in a dark souls way where there's a little bit of difference every time you make a run at something you get these checkpoints and it's if i'll just re-describe it basically loosely it's a platforming it's a it's a really hard platforming with like double and triple jumps and every room you come into, you get a little checkpoint at the beginning because you've got to do a series of precise button inputs to get through to the next checkpoint. And I would say like towards the latter half of the game, I might get like the difficulty would go up and down. I might clear a screen in like five tries or I might get stuck on one and try like 40 times. Um, and I like challenging games, but by the end of this game, basically they were just require like 
memorization and perfect button input. And I wasn't having fun anymore. Um, I felt like I'd gotten everything there was out of the story. There's like a, there's kind of like a psychological aspect to the story of like dealing with your inner demons, um, which is pretty good. But I also don't like the way they wrap up that story. I feel like they wrap up that story in a way that is not cognizant of how people actually deal with um, inner demons and whatnot. Basically, they imply that the the demons are going to go away now that she's like beaten them and much like alcoholism. I don't think you can ever beat your demons. Your only your only <laughs> advice is to like acknowledge them and deal with them and just kind of like learn to live with them anyway. Um, and yeah, the game. So like it's a well-made game. I like the characters. I like a lot about it. I like the music. Um I wish it was a different kind of game. I wish it was easier, frankly. <laughs> I would have rather had like a game that was stretched out over longer levels that was a little easier than just a really hard platformer. Because there's no in well, hmm. yeah, there's no enemies in the game. There are only like obstacles to jump through. I'm not saying it needed enemies, um, but anyway. Uh and I speaking of difficult games, I started Dark Souls 3 and am currently getting my ass handed to me in that game as is the way of dark souls on my uh pc it was on sale like two years ago or something (laughs) and i i picked it up let's see i can actually look i think it'll tell me oh it doesn't tell me when i purchased it because i've been playing it oh um but uh yeah that's uh i'm playing uh sword and shield a lot of blocking i know it's kind of like a noobish starting players way to play that game but i was able to be both the first and second game playing that way. I know it is a viable way to play through that game. I'm basically, I'm playing night. I'm basically playing like the, the beginners uh, read easiest to <laughs> latch onto way of playing. And I'm still getting my ass handed to me. And it is a game where you can get start. You can like miss a block and suddenly you're getting comboed by multiple hits by an enemy and you're dead. Um, and you also drop a loot pile of like all the souls that you've all the, all the, let's say experience that you've collected since you last hit a checkpoint. And if you don't get back to that loot pile and pick that up, like if you die again beforehand or you save quote unquote, save at a bonfire, you lose it. So, you know, it's, they make you work for it and I enjoy these games. So I'm, 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 you know, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm stuck. This it's the kind of game because like basically you 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 find a bonfire and it's a save point. You can travel from that bonfire to like any other bonfire or you know back to your hub area. So it's a game where you're just kind of like scouring out, you know, pushing your boundaries of where you've been before and trying to find a new bonfire. And there's definitely times where you're like, come on, I've come so far, game, just give me a goddamn bonfire. And then you fight some enemy that you never fought before and die, um, and then you come back later but at least you you know just you learn by dying just, what's up just, just just cheat man i'm not gonna cheat if i wanted to t- look i don't watch videos type in, go to google yeah i've been dark Souls three yeah train have you just <laughs> do it man do it. if i if i do that then i'll have sacrificed everything that sacrificed my humanity which is something you can do in Dark Souls 3. Um, you won't have to do that with a trainer. <laughs> I always thought, to, as someone who grew up during that time, why did they call them trainers, Matt? Do we know? 
don't know. Beat the shit out of me because they train you, man. They don't, to, but they don't. They do the opposite. They they <laughs> they let you skip the training. <laughs> I'm sure there's some. I'm sure if I looked it up, it would be some com- obscure like computer programmer reference. Well, see, this line mm-hmm. of code here is often called the train, uh, uh, because it's like a train of code that decides all the important bits. So you train. It's a trainer because it's training the trains. It's training the train. Yeah. Anything else? Um, no, that's Game that's, of Thrones. You guys finished? Oh Game yeah, of we Thrones? finished Game of Thrones. Wow, yeah, yeah. Finished the rewatch of Game of Thrones. What a great series! Super excited for season eight. I uh, I enjoyed season seven a lot more this time around. I don't really know why. I think I was able to contextualize it. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a great series. It feels weird to be done with that because we were watching that. I don't know, like six weeks or something. <laughs> you know, there's seven ep- seven seasons. Yeah. Um but uh yeah, it's a great show. You may have heard about it. What was it called again? It's called Game Away. It's called A Song of Fire and Ice. No wait, it's called oh. uh sorry, that's the name of the book series. It's called Game nope. of Thrones, uh, which is actually the name the, of the first Wheel of Time. Wheel of Time? Yes. Exactly. Uh, Br- Breath of the Wind or whatever what, what was that wind wind the fuck's that Patrick Roth was in the what? Oh, I know what you're talking name about. Name of the Wind? Yeah. Name of the Wind? Alex and Erica would be yelling at us right now. Um, yeah and i'm actually now that you mentioned those other books i am i am excited slash interested to see what series are going to get like now that hbo has shown that this can be popular you know (laughs) hot budget fantasy series of a a show uh, of a uh, making a a television series of one that has yet to be completed (laughs) that seems to be a popular thing yeah true uh so i'm interested to see what gets tackled next i'm genuinely surprised that netflix or amazon have not announced a series of the wheel of, what, what would we say the wheel of time wheel of time well you have the wheel of time but then you have that's a different one i think right but it's a then classic right name of the wind or name name on the in the name name of the this is some wind and there's a name of there's the, a name doing something the, breath of the, the wild name, name the name, name of the name of the wind, wind. breath of the breath of the wind in, in the wind of wheel of breath yeah. yeah yeah that guy he hasn't finished this shit too so you figure he's got a series right around the corner probably coming on showtime. <laughs> and there's a few other series that are newer and shorter um that they could it's funny they like totally i'm thinking do. like um walking dead yeah you know that became real popular yeah and finished or anything like it was an ongoing series still yep true true uh most most anime is based off of a manga oh, yeah. And a lot yeah. of it is unfinished. And so yeah. like, in fact, it's a trope that anime will have filler episodes that you can tell are some shit they had to yeah. do while they waited on the fucking manga to get written. Yeah. Naruto is rife with that garbage. Ugh, whatever. <laughs> Anything else? Nah, it's, that's, 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 that'll do that's me. It. That'll do you. All right. Uh, some questions. What's the difference between a cupcake and a muffin? You mean aside from like the icing or the frosting? Yeah, is that it? Is that is that it? Uh, Just the... I think a muffin. Oh God, I wish Jennifer was here. She's good at these kind of fucking questions. This is exactly the kind of thing I would ask the, her, and she would say like blah blah blah. Like, like a, one has egg okay. and the other doesn't, or something. Because I do feel like what? muffin. It's like a I different. I know it's more consistent, right? Muffins aren't as cakey, <laughs> right? I figure. I figure a cupcake or cake in general is more fluffy. Like it has more air. 
Yeah. Well, and yeah, you're right. Because muffins do, do tend to be denser. Yeah. You're right about that. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe you beat the mixture more. I was thinking, uh, I, I want to take pancake batter and cook it in a muffin tin. Like see, bake like, it? Yeah. Like see if you could like make like a, a cupcake. Oh like man. Pan, pan cupcake. And then you could frost Whatever. it with like a, Fluff with up. a, with a maple, maple buttercream uh, frosting. Mm. Something like that. Mm. Do it. Then we were talking, we were talking about work, like all the different things you can make in a muffin tin, like meatloaf, mm-hmm. meatloaf cupcakes, meatloaf <laughs> cakes or whatever. Uh, you can make the little uh, like ketchup frosting. What's that? Well, they, they talk about making mashed potatoes as like a frosting. <laughs> yeah. You take the mashed potatoes, smear it on there. Uh, but lasagna, like a lasagna cake or like a muffin. Yeah, thing. I guess. Yeah. Oh man, you could uh, make, yeah, you could make some like baked spaghetti anything, cupcakes. Anything that you would bake. Yes. Basically you could probably put it in a muffin tin and just make, you know, serving sizes of that. And they should come out more evenly and cook faster. Hopefully. Cause you wouldn't have um, to penetrate as much. So I got a moral dilemma here. Mm, I love moral dilemmas. All right. So, uh, Recently, Amazon has been using uh, their logistics delivery system instead of like UPS or the Postal Service or something like that around here. Logistics? It's been delivery? Yeah, there's Amazon Logistics. Is it just like a which is like different their, shipping company altogether? It's it's their own shipping company, their oh. own shipping thing, their own delivery service, I guess, or whatever. Hmm. Okay. And so... Uh, they have like these unique tracking numbers that start with like TBA or TBD or something like that. Hmm. And um, so like the, in the, the past couple months, whenever I've had ship uh, stuff shipped here uh, and it's used the Amazon delivery service, it's fucked up. Fucked up. Like how? Well, like it'll say like attempting to deliver. And I had one where it was like, couldn't deliver delivery failed. Stuff was lost in transit. <laughs> and and so I got on I got on there on this one on that on that order and they were like yeah I don't we can't track it we don't know what's going on with it uh it looks like it was probably lost um do you want a refund and I was like well can't you just ship another another thing of it like just ship a second shipment yeah try again uh, try again and make make and like well we can refund it or you can wait and see if it shows up <laughs> and I was like just refund it. Right. And I'm like, okay. And so they refunded like a hundred and something dollars worth of stuff. And then the next day it showed up. And so oh, no. this happened like, this happened like around January or something that this happened. And then I ordered a couple of, since it was cold, I ordered a couple of these like dog sweaters for, for Spanky. Mm-hmm. And I ordered two different sizes and cause I didn't know what size was his. Sure. And so they said they were going to arrive at the beginning of February and like I was out of town that weekend and they was like, they should be arriving this Saturday. And they said, couldn't be delivered or some shit like that. And so I went on Amazon. I was like, look, can you track this package? Because I'm getting mixed things because and I'll, I'll, I'll tweet out a, a, a screenshot of it, but it was like going to be delivered. Couldn't be delivered. Going to be delivered. Couldn't be delivered. It's lost. It's found going to be delivered. And like, it just goes <laughs> back and like forth and like, or like several days. Yeah. And one day what it's like, fuck? <laughs> couldn't be delivered. Uh, it's going you know to, that, 
what that, that you know what that looks like to me? That looks like someone pressing a button. Yeah. Somewhere. Like, oh, shit, I didn't mean and then button. oops, yeah, pressing the other one, but they don't have like an erase or replace. So it's like, oh, uh, yeah. uh, uh, and then finally he got it. You know, like, oh, it's not lost. Shit. He t- takes it back from yeah. lost. It was never yeah. lost, but I can't undo that, apparently. <laughs> and so um, that was back in like February sometime. Mm-hmm. And ended up, they were like, well, you can just wait and see if it shows up or not. And I'm like, uh, okay. And so I get home and it's it's here. But in my Amazon queue today, it still says I, I should expect it on February 2nd. <laughs> so, yeah, again, nobody updated it the final and, time. And and so I had a moral dilemma of like, this is one of the moral dilemmas. Ooh. Like, do I do I say I never got it? <laughs> do I fuck with them? Like, like, should I like on, on some level, should I penalize them for using a shitty service and being shitty with their stuff? Like, you know what? How do. Actually, kind of, yeah, because they're going to have to take, you know, count that somewhere as a loss and those losses will pile up and their system will get better because they'll go, shit, let's spend a little more money making this shit work. I'm surprised there it's, it's being as shitty as it is. I would, I mean, I get that they're probably, you guys are clearly a test market because we don't even have that here, which blows my mind. Um, so you know, I guess there's going to be kinks to work out, but you really think that they would have launched in a better state than that. Yeah. What's it called again? Amazon. Yeah. Is it called Amazon logistics? Amazon Log- That's such a generic name that does not make me think of delivering fucking packages. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you, man. Um, here you go. I'll send you, I'll send you this, uh, and, and this one here so you can see the mixed, uh, <laughs> the mixed fucking shit. It's so fucking stupid. I think. Uh, uh, I. I mean. So, at, let's see. At ten forty eight a.m., uh, it says package delayed. Delivery will be attempted on the next business day. Then it says ten forty eight a.m. Package is undeliverable. Then it says at ten forty nine a.m. Returning to seller. Yeah. Then, then right after that, package arrived at a carrier facility. Then after that. Package delayed. Delivery will be attempted on the next business day. And then after that, three minutes later, package delayed. Delivery will be attempted. Then three minutes later, undeliverable, incorrect address. <laughs> and then I got an email that's like returning to seller. We apologize for the inconvenience. Unfortunately, your package was not delivered because it was damaged. Oh, my God. But isn't this the thing that you then got home and found on your porch? Right. <laughs> so, like, so. I was on chat with them. I wonder if I can find the chat. And I was all like, can you tell me what I have so many mixed messages <laughs> from the app, the email, what I don't even, can you even tell me what's going on with this package? Right. And they're like, I don't know. It should arrive tomorrow. Maybe you should just stick around and see. So, uh, the, basically this all winds down to, I ordered a package, uh, on Friday. I was talking with, with a coworker. And I was like, we were talking about uh, Jim Belushi and they were like, oh, he's a terrible actor. And I was like, what? No, Jim Belushi is a great actor. And I was like, he did this movie back in the early, in the eighties called real, real men. And he plays a spy and it has John Ritter in it. It's a really great movie. I think you should watch it. Also, he's in canine. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Canine. <laughs> uh, 
And I was like, no, I think he's great. Uh, you should watch this movie and I'm going to order it. I'm just going to go ahead and order it. So I ordered the Blu-ray. Um, it was like 20 bucks. So I was like, screw it. I'm going to, I'm going to get this cause I want you to see it. And I don't mind having it in my collection. I think it's a great movie. I'll watch it multiple times probably. Mm-hmm. So I ordered it and it's like, it's going to arrive Sunday. So then <laughs> on Sunday, uh, yesterday I get a, a thing saying, oh, well it's been delayed. Uh, it, it should arrive, uh, either the 11th or the 12th. And I'm like, it's a fucking Amazon, Amazon logistics. Isn't it? I, to try to <laughs> I know what this shit is. <laughs> and so I get on chat last night and I'm like, look, can you tell me what's going on with this order? Like what the deal is? And they come back saying, it looks like it's been lost. And I'm like, <laughs> it probably hasn't been fucking lost. The fucking delivery driver probably didn't want to drive all the fucking way out here to my house and deliver it. So they're like, ah, fuck it. We'll just send, we'll hold it on for another day. And so I'm like, they're like, we can offer you a refund or, or, you know, you can just wait. And I'm like, fuck it. Refund me. And sure enough, Vic arrived today. (laughs) So now, (laughs) now Matt's like, I'm just going to start ordering things. And if it's coming, if it's coming, Amazon logistics, thumbs up, green light. Oops. Didn't show up. (laughs) But yeah, it it just cracks me up that I can look at that those two dog sweaters and see that they're still expected on February second. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the fact that nobody could confirm that they were lo- left here at my house, right? Just blow, it blows my mind. Like, or that there's no one on the other side whose job it is to look at all the orders that you know are not showing as deliverable in their system and go. Maybe I should investigate this. <laughs> maybe maybe I should look and see what happened with this order. Like you would almost expect like after a month that to say, uh, um, you know, shown as undeliverable refund issued and just, you know, like it had already done just something. Yeah. Just to close the case. Man, that's that's wild. Yeah. And pretty hilarious. I'm, I'm pleased that you were in the middle of a, a logistics testing area. At least I, I'm trying to figure out. I, I was trying to find an article about it. Well, if it, if I could, I, I when I when it first happened, I was like, I want to. What do I have to do to be excluded from this shitty service? <laughs> like, I was yeah. like, what do I need to do to get off of Amazon Logistics? I do not want to have anything to do with Amazon Logistics. Like, do not give my package to Amazon Logistics. <laughs> Always go through UPS. USPS, FedEx, if DHL still exists, give it to fucking DHL. Anybody. <laughs> fucking DHL. You know, like, just give it to anybody. Yeah, I'll even take the U.S. Mm. Postal Service. Yeah. February 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 23 of 2018, post on Reddit, why is Amazon logistics yeah. so consistently terrible? Yeah. Top, top That's comment. That's a pretty long, lengthy post. Too. <laughs> yeah, top comment. I really fucking hate Amazon logistics. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, whatever, man. Um, oh, I, so uh, I watched part of The Lobster. Did <laughs> <laughs> you call it quits? Man, like... I don't blame you, by the way. As soon as they she killed that fucking dog, I was like, I'm out. Oh. I'm out. Wait. Like, I, I mean, I watched like maybe like 10 more minutes of yeah. it, but I was like, this, I'm, I don't want to deal with this anymore. Why the fuck am I dealing with this? Yeah. Like... 
Like if it was a better movie, you might, you know, if they made like a really good point with that, you might have well, stuck around. But I was just all like, really? Like, re- as soon as the movie starts, I knew it was going to be like fucked up. <laughs> well, yeah. Because it's just this woman driving in the rain. She gets to a field with a couple of donkeys or horses or something, and she just shoots one of them. <laughs> and I'm all. And since I already knew the premise, I was like, oh, okay, I guess that was like a person Her of hers or something. something like right. <laughs> but I was just like, okay, that's what that's how we're gonna play this? Okay. Yeah. See where this goes. And then I was just like it, it, I, he was like, I'm I'm gonna like talk to her and stuff, and like he's trying to fake this shit with her. We should say just for and, people listening, The Lobster is a fucked up movie. It's it's I guess it's magical realism if you've ever heard that term. It's surreal. Uh basically yeah. in this universe, if you don't pair off with, with someone in a romantic well, relationship, it, you have to choose an animal to get turned into. That's what it didn't it that's what didn't even explain is the fact that it seemed like he was voluntarily going to this place. Yeah, so like, the place the, the the place the movie takes place at is a place where pe- basically like a forced singles club that you live at. Because you're yeah, like, if you don't want, like, you can, I guess, immediately decide to be an animal if you want. But if you don't necessarily want to be turned into an animal, you've got a however long at this place to try and find a partner. But was it like, because it didn't make sense to, because it was like, so everybody else out in the real world is paired up. Like, because it right. didn't explain any of that. Right. It doesn't explain any of that shit. It's just like, he's getting a divorce. His wife wants a divorce. He's escorted out with the dog and he gets on this place and then arrives at like what appears to be like a hotel. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, my brother, Bob. Uh, and you're like, Oh, okay. That's the dog. And there's no real explanation of that. And (laughs) it's fucking, yeah, it's just, and then, so anyways, so he has 45 days to get paired up. And basically every day you're spending, time with all these people doing activities or whatever and trying to figure out who you're compatible right. with and trying to pair up. And but it's treated in a, but, it, the way it's shot is all the characters are very, I would say almost realistic. Like they're, I'll say they're realistically awkward. Like it's a very awkward yeah. movie. Yeah. And so after 45 days, you're turned into an animal, but apparently people escape before then called loners yeah or try to and every single day there's a time period where people take tranquilizer guns and go out and hunt these people and for everyone they capture they get a day added onto their stay yeah and this woman is everybody's like she's fucking heartless she's terrible she's god awful whatever and and like after the first hunt or during the first oh, time, like the end she, of the first she, time. she's been there a really long time because she's able to just <laughs> yeah, like you're established nail people. Her days are like 150 something. Yeah. <laughs> she's hell bent. She's back. against a becoming yeah. an animal or B pairing off. Yeah. <laughs> and she, she like beats up people and so she's just aggressive and mean. Yeah. And she's just, yeah. Like they say heartless. And so like, he's like got 10 days left. Colin, Colin Farrell's character has like 10 days left or something. He's like voiceover narration that says, I've decided, you know, I like short hair and one other attribute or or the accent. And so I'm just going to try, I'm trying to try to get in a relationship with her. (laughs) And so he like approaches her when like this woman commits suicide 
and uh, she tries to. I don't think she dies because you just hear her going ah ah the whole time, laying on the ground just screaming. Uh, she jumped from like a third story window or something, and and I don't think it killed her. I don't. I didn't stay around long enough to find out if it did or didn't. <laughs> um, and he walks up to her and is like, "God, I wish you would just shut up. We should just die already." And she's all like, "What? I can't hear you or the screaming." He's like, "It's so horrible. I wish you would just fucking die." Just die. He's like, what? I don't hear. Well, and she's like, I'll catch you later. And so like they get in a jacuzzi later on and she fakes like she's choking. He doesn't react at all. He just like stares at her. And she's like, I think we're a match after she fakes choking and everything. <laughs> and then, then it's just fucking dumb shit. And then they're having sex. And then I think she catches like, Oh, he's emotion. He's getting emotional or something. And so the scene is he's waking up and she's like standing over him like while he's sleeping and he wakes up and he's like morning, morning. And like, she's like, I killed your brother. And he's like, Oh really? Did you now? And I think he thinks he's, she's fucking with right, him right. just to get a reaction. Right. And then she's like, yeah, I kicked him. I kicked, I kept kicking him, kicking him. And it took so many kicks and, he started whimpering and stuff. And I think he's, I think he's not dead yet. And he's like, Oh really? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Blah, blah, blah. And then he looks down and he sees blood on her feet and like on her leg. And then he's like, I need to get ready. And he goes in the bathroom and there's just a fucking dead. His, his brother, the dog is just dead, like blood everywhere laying on the side. And I'm like, what the fuck? This is like fucking horrific. Like, if you're an animal lover, don't fucking watch this movie. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I, I, Cause I couldn't think. Yeah. I couldn't think of how ape shit. I, and like, he tries to like maintain his a little bit, but then he starts to cry. He has to, he breaks down and starts crying. Yeah. So like, she, fucking she catches knew him. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I, knew, I fucking knew it. You're going to, you're emotional. I want to turn you in. You got emotions. And I was all like, really? I was like, there's punishment for faking in it. Okay. Whatever. And uh, he ends up tranquilizing her with the help of another person, one of the a uh, one of the people that worked there at the facility, and he puts her in the transformation room. I don't know. Do you find out what he transformed her into? I don't. I don't remember. Uh, I I watched this like, movie a while back and pro- yeah. probably forgot about a lot about it. Because because they're, they're like uh, it has um, Rachel Weiss. Yes. Rachel Weiss then picks up on the narration and is like talks about how I kept asking him what he transformed her into and he would never tell me. And I was like thinking like, what kind of fucking justification? Like what would you transform her into? A chihuahua. I guess is, is what makes people think like that's, that's supposed to be like one of the things that makes you wonder like, what did he transform her into? I would fuck it. Just tell me. I would transform her into a bulldog or a French bulldog. Uh, because those, Animal, a she'd be a, a she'd be a dog, you know. So there's a little vengeance there, and yeah. yeah, they have like all these health problems, so she would be miserable until she died of one of these health problems. It's actually a really good idea. I'm kind of proud of myself right now. Um, yeah, that movie when I when I realized it was gonna be the way it was the whole way, yeah. I I, th- I remember getting up and like washing the dishes and <laughs> You're like I'm just gonna do it was shit. it was when I was in my apartment and my computer was in the like dining room so I could just turn right. the monitor and like do chores in the kitchen like cook or whatever while it's on yeah. and I got my wireless headphones and like I know 
I kind of know how it ended, but you know, like well, I paid attention, so, so I didn't miss anything, and I and yeah, I did miss anything because that movie is so fucking I'll, weird. I will I will talk about this part. So I'll talk about up until I quit. So a little bit like maybe more ten more minutes where this. Yeah. Time. So like well, we don't recommend, trans- to be clear, we don't recommend watching this movie. <laughs> oh God, no! Fuck no! Read the Wikipedia so, or whatever. You know, yeah. Read. Yeah, you know, watch a summary or something. Just don't fucking watch. This I mean, movie. a lot of people um, like this movie that are I don't know more highfalutin artsy than we are. I guess I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> and so anyways, just uh, so like he ends up putting her in a transformation room and then he escapes. He just leaves. He bolts yep. and he he goes out into the woods and he becomes a loner. And apparently, the loners are exactly the fuck opposite of the couple of people. So like. You can be here alone, but if you dare fucking couple up, oh, ho, ho, you're going to get fucked up. And they, cause they had the, oh, like the loners don't accept people that might want to go back is what you're saying. No. Well, the loners don't accept anybody that wants to, that wants be to be in a, a relationship. Right. You were out here because you were alone. You have to be alone if you're out. Right. There. Right. And you can't show you, you, you basically, it's basically where the heartless woman needs to be. Yeah. Yeah. Because. You can't show sympathy for other people. You can't show any kind of connection whatsoever to other people. Like, um, so because when he gets there, this person has like uh tape over their mouth and it's red and they're like, Oh, you got the blood kiss or something like that. And they basically took razor blades and slashed his mouth because he was caught kissing somebody else or ki- he kissed somebody. And so they took razor blades and cut up his mouth and stuff. Yeah, and I was like, and they, and then Rachel Wise's character says, "There's a, there's only thing one worse, and it's called like blood intercourse or blood sex or something like that." And I can only imagine. I never want to even imagine what that is. And I was like, "Fuck, these people are fucking brutal. This movie's dark." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is a really dark. And movie. then, uh, and then, so they were doing training or something out in the woods, and one guy gets trapped in a bear trap, and they're just like, "You need to see if you can get out of it." We'll be back at the woods. We'll be back at the hideout or whatever, back at camp. You need to see if you can get out of it. If not, you know what you need to do. Kill yourself. Hope that you die or some shit like that. Like, and it's like, okay, I, what the fuck ever? I'm out. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. Had John C. Riley in it. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because I was sitting here. I looked at the cast for The Lobster and there is a British actress that was in this that is in, she just won a best actress for a movie called the favorite. Have you heard of that movie? Mm-hmm. Oh, was she the one that helped? Him? I haven't seen that movie. She, uh, she might be the one. Oh yeah. And no, the no, lobster. No. Uh, she might be, I was actually, I've got the trailer loaded up here to watch after we get done so yeah. I can like jog my memory, but I was looking. So I, I looked, I just randomly thought about the director of the lobster and I was like, I've watched, I've seen a trailer of the favorite and it's 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 been, always been off-putting to me, like the way those people act. I don't know why it's getting such buzz because it just seems like the, one of this absurd movie. And then it hit me, and I while we were while we were talking, that the favorite looks like the lobster. So I clicked on the director's name, and the director of the lobster is the director of the favorite. So now all of my urge to see the favorite has drained from it's me, gone. even though I was like. Because there's a lot of people I respect that are mm. like, this is really good. You know, it, it actually got nominated for a lot of awards. And I was, so I was like, I kind of want to yeah. see this. I want to know what everybody's, you know, it looks interesting. Ah, now, maybe mm. I'll watch it. Maybe I'll like this movie better. Um. All right. Just a couple more things. Bandersnatch. I did Bandersnatch. Yeah. Still haven't watched that. Yeah. Bandersnatch. Yeah. 
Um, if you want to, just I'm gonna let you know. There's a flowchart out there. Ah, that shows you all the branching decisions you can make and how to get to them. So, did you enjoy it as someone as a choose your own adventure fan? No, oh, goodness. I got well. Sorry, sorry. Um, I enjoyed it, but felt like it was too. It didn't. It wasn't. You you can get satisfaction from the choices. Uh. Like they were just put in. It was like I mean, but that's Black Mirror. I mean, it'd be like if you did a choose your own adventure where Batman gets caught by the Joker every fucking time. <laughs> like where there is no good ending, basically. <laughs> <laughs> like the best ending is still like him, like shooting the Joker and himself at the same time, you know, like them both shooting each yeah. other or some shit like yeah. that. Like, see, that's the best ending you can know. I'm for. sitting here and I'm thinking, uh, I'm having not watched this yet. I, I can't help but think yeah. that they could do a really good version of this. In fact, the Russian doll is popular right now, which is another take on the Groundhog Day idea of resetting. And they could Netflix could totally don't even get me started on Russian doll. Don't I'm even get me started. I'm not going to get started. I'm just using it as an example. Um, they uh, they could do a thing where someone keeps waking up, and you could fill that with like all these great death scenes. <laughs> like I'm thinking a movie. If you're gonna if you're gonna have a choose your own adventure filmed version, I want to see some like ridiculous deaths. <laughs> happen to people yeah. um yeah i mean just yeah i just whatever man okay uh saw a trailer uh, so at the beginning of uh captain uh marvel i saw a trailer for the new twilight zone and then i saw it was on cbs all access yeah. and i immediately was mad yeah like fuck goddamn old people paywall bullshit <laughs> yes name of the podcast right there matt uh, last thing I got, I started watching Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. It's pretty good. Sorry. Is it? Okay. I, as, as soon as I saw that that was kind of in the Riverdale. It's dark. It's dark. I heard it was pretty dark, but I also, I mean, it's still like a yeah. teen drama kind of thing though, isn't it? Like, I mean, not CW teen drama. Okay. Cause that's exactly what I was thinking of. Uh, I mean, I yeah. didn't watch Riverdale. I hear it's like Riverdale adjacent, but I always got the impression. That oh, yeah, it is. It, it's made by, apparently it's an Archie comics. Too. I didn't know Sabrina was an Archie comics, yes. but yep. yeah, it, I think it was in the second episode. It made a reference. It's like, are you from uh, Riverdale? And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, they, they could do that. Yeah. <laughs> the Archie comics cinematic universe, Matt. Here we go. The ACU. <laughs> All right. Anyways. Okay. So, so actually pretty good. That. All right. Yeah. I would, re- I would recommend starting it and see where you see what you like of the first episode. Yeah. I didn't realize I was already like three episodes in when I got done, when I was like, I need to stop. Like I didn't, I, they're one hour long episodes. Holy shit. So I guess that's, that's, I yeah. guess that's a good sign. You were, you were, you were yeah. pulled along. Yeah. I was all like, well, it was called like part one season episode episode one part one or something i thought i thought it was kind of like godzilla when i first started it. oh like how it was gonna be like like just like an hour long and then three part but i was like oh shit this is a whole season worth of like hour long episodes wow. okay so i yeah. do like the look hey. of it you know i like i like my sexy goth girls um and, and hey you just tweeted about uh captain marvel passing the uh whatever test no you, <laughs> you looking at your fucking you twitter. At your twitter bullshit yeah yeah it, it needed to make sure I didn't miss uh, that you tweeted about Captain Marvel as well. I guess that's a hot. I guess that's a hot one. We don't want to miss each other's tweets. 
<laughs> like 10 hours ago, you fucking tweeted that shit or some <laughs> right. stupid shit. So dumb. Oh, oh, I also, last thing, also, I, I played Magic the Gathering Arena. You might have saw me yeah. tweet about that. Omniscience, Omniscience Draft. It was basically everything's free. Oh, so no mana costs. Yeah, no mana costs, except oh if something had an ability co- or X cost. It was, you got one color of each mana you could play uh, once a turn. But you're, but you're uh, still drafting. Like a, like yeah, a, you're still drafting. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but everything's free. And then so basically you you're taking the most expensive card. You see, yeah, you're basically like, you're taking like all these big giant guys and like spells and shit. And like card draw is like the best thing ever because that gives you advantage. Oh, over yeah, everybody else. So yeah, it was just, it's dumb. It's so RNG based. Like, Oh, you started off with more card draw than me. Okay. You win. I, I'm concede. I, I would just concede within like a turn. Like, <laughs> If I saw them draw like five cards or something like that, I'd be like, I'm done. I'm out. You win. I don't know what you drew. You could have drew shit. You know what they should do? But it's to, I think. But it rotated out. It was a special. Oh, event, so okay. It so it's like, like gotcha. I was just thinking like if they wanted to make it a little more, rein it in a little bit, they could do sort mm-hmm. of like how Hearthstone gives you one mana every turn. But instead of giving you mm. one mana every turn, give you the ability to play like one card on your first turn, two cards on your second turn, three cards Oof. on your third turn, you know, to like that would rein you in yeah. a little bit. Yeah, that could be a format. If you become a streamer, they could make that format for you. <laughs> they're, they're, they, they're taking like streamer ideas. Oh, that's, or something that's like that. actually People really cool. Yeah. So anyways. All right. Uh Thanks for this episode 409 of Outlandish Podcast. If you like this email, you can do so at letteroutlandishpodcast.com. Uh, you can like us on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash outlandishpodcast. You can follow us on Twitter, Outlandish Cash. You can follow me, Outlandish Matt. You can follow Jeremy, Outlandish Jerry. You can follow Justin, Outlandish Beats. Thanks for this episode 409, and we will catch you in 410. Hopefully, Jeremy will participate in that one. Bye. Bye. Say, right, there you go. Say, thank you for listening to Outlandish. Thank you, Outlandish. Good enough.